Hi, everyone, and welcome to tonight's episode of Questionable Booking. Here we are, your hosts for tonight. My name is Gerard Clark. And this is DC. And tonight, I think we're going to take a little different approach than what mm-hmm. we have been doing. Uh, whereas previously, we've been talking about uh, a particular pay-per-view event. And I think tonight we're going to be talking about our top three worst rivalries. Right? Mm, yes, sir. Yeah, I mean, I, I kind of like this. I mean, I, I've been looking at stuff online of what is perceived as the top rivalries. Um, mm-hmm. And I think we consolidated. We said we was going to do a top three, right? Yeah. Um, you kind of threw me for a loop when you threw the question back to me. So we're going to do the top three. And uh, like you, I was definitely looking online at top few, top best views and top worst views. So, yeah, I'm actually, I'm actually kind of hyped for this podcast, man. I mean, for this episode, rather. <laughs> Perfect, man. You know what? I'm going to let you start off then. Ah, come on, man. <laughs> well, you did ask me last time, so I, all right, I'm going to start off. Okay. Uh, in no particular order, you want me to give you the three, or you just want me to go first? We discussed in two, like how you want to do it. Uh, throw out one, I'll throw out one. We'll discuss, and then we'll just okay. Do that's the cool same. with me. Yeah. Okay. So the first one I'm gonna throw out there. Um, I'm trying to remember what year it was. I mean, it was it was kind of recent, but I'm gonna say the Dolph Ziggler and Rusev feud. I hated that feud, man. I hated that feud from beginning to end. Yeah, I mean, I I could get with that. But why, though? (sighs) Because we all knew what was going on in real life (laughs) with, you know, Rusev and Lana. And then they were trying to throw us this angle, man. And it was like, then they had got married in real life in the middle of it. So it just didn't make any, you know, it was just all over the place. But you, I, that might be on Rusev and Lana more than WWE. That's true. Like I'll give you that one. I mean, it, but it was just, go ahead. He just put everything on the internet. So. Yeah. But also, I agree. Like storylines like that is kind of weird. Mm-hmm. Seeing as the world is today with social media and personal lives, I mean, people use their Instagram to share details of their personal life or Twitter to share details of their personal life. So that wasn't really something they was gonna hide or kayfabe. So right. I, I. I agree with you, man. Anytime you do like a storyline where it's a relationship, but you actually know the real relationship of the people, it it never works. Right. Now I'm I'm with you on that, man. And from a storyline perspective, you know, WWE and everything, 
uh, yo, man, it just it didn't seem like nobody benefited from that feud. You know what I mean? It to me, it just seemed, hey, one week this is gonna happen, next week this is gonna happen. Like there, there was no huge benefit on either parts for Rusev or for Dolph. From what from what I uh from what I saw. Now you're right. Yeah, nobody really benefited from that. Yeah, nobody at all, honestly. <laughs> it was just awkward. Yeah, like Love Rusev Romero as he's called now and everything. Um a lot of the feuds he were in, a lot of feuds he was in, I saw benefits to the feud or for his character. You know what I mean? The development, the growth and everything. Like, prime example, I love the feud he had with uh, with Big Show. You know what I mean? I mean, the back and forth and the crowd was super into it with the USA champs and stuff like uh, chance and stuff like that. I mean, he was able to grow and develop his character from those feuds. And this one, it was just like, hey, I mean, we got y'all to. We're going to throw this out there, and nobody's going to benefit. And the icing on the cake for me, per se, was the whole mixing, blurring the lines of kayfabe in real life. Yeah. Yeah, I, nah, man, anytime there's, <laughs> like I said, anytime there's personal references to a storyline, or not personal references, but those relationship storylines, like I said, like we know that Rusev and Lana were together based on total divas. Right, yeah. I mean, I I don't see how, yeah, that didn't make sense to me, man. Like, you got a TV show that's out there, they're on Instagram, Twitter, mm-hmm. and then now we got this and they did the same thing with uh, him and Bobby Lashley. Like, I it, was... Right. And then what brought Liv Morgan back and... and... <sighs> yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, uh, man. And, I don't get and, that. Like... Uh, yeah. I, I, got one for, <laughs> I got one for you that you ain't... You gonna be shocked. All right, let's go. I ain't like the rivalry between Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels. What? Yeah, I'm shocked. <laughs> I'm not not even I'm pretending to be shocked. This is real life. For real? You ain't like that rivalry? I didn't get it. Like they wrestled at WrestleMania 12, Iron Man match. Great. It wasn't really a rivalry mm-hmm. per se. It was Shawn Michaels won the Royal Rumble. Bret Hart was the champion. He faced Bret Hart. Uh, WrestleMania, Iron Man match, great, mm-hmm. beautiful. A couple of months later, Shawn Michaels has the title. He said he lost a smile. He left. Yeah. Comes back. They try to recreate something. But then at that point, it was Stone Cold and Bret Hart. And they say, you know, we're in Montreal. I mean... Shawn Michaels faces British Bulldog against the European Championship. We're in Montreal. Screw job. Mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> I think there was a personal rivalry, maybe, but like the the professional rivalry, it, it was just it wasn't enough content there for me or enough matches. 
for me to be like, oh, yeah, this is a great rivalry. It was just like, oh, these are just good workers, great workers. This will be a good match. Right. Let's just keep putting them together or trying to put them together. Put them together. He, Shawn Michaels was hurt. Bret Hart was hurt. He wasn't there at WrestleMania 13. It was supposed to be a rematch. WrestleMania 14, Bret Hart wasn't there. Right. <coughs> Excuse me. Yeah, it just seems like it wasn't enough meat on the bone for me to be like, oh, yeah, this was a crazy rivalry. It just, yeah, it, it, I don't know. It, they didn't work together enough for it, to me to be called like one of the greatest rivalry. It just seemed, it, I don't know, man. It was more backstage stuff which isn't really a rivalry. It's just two men just didn't like each other. Right. Okay. So do you believe if, you know, injuries didn't play a part that the rivalry could have been better or or more consistent, you know, uh, rather yeah, than that? Yeah, I mean, hindsight, hindsight 2020, yeah, of course. I mean, if he didn't get hurt. Probably would have been a rematch. Right. At WrestleMania 13. It might have been more matches there to be like, oh, yeah, this is a great rivalry. It just seemed. I mean, I'm pretty sure they wrestled each other more than WrestleMania 12, Montreal, stuff like that. But big matches? Mm -hmm. What was it, like two matches? Three matches? Mm -hmm. Yeah, give or take. It's not. Yeah. Okay. I see where you're coming from with that. Ain't no rivalry. What was the rivalry? Um. I mean, it made a lot of, of money talking about it, but I, I mean, if it wasn't the whole USA versus Team Canada thing, if they weren't in Montreal, and hell, Bret Hart, uh, Vince McMahon screwed Bret Hart. Yeah. Not Shawn Michaels. He just happened to be in the mix. <laughs> <laughs> what you saying? He just happened to be going against him at the time. <laughs> exactly. He just happened to be in the ring. <laughs> Whoever was in that ring against Bret Hart was about to go over because Vince was going to screw Bret. <laughs> yeah. It, it really didn't matter who it was. You just... You just whoever there at the time, right? Right place, right that's, time. That's my point. <laughs> but Shawn Michaels, they they make it like, oh, it was this big rivalry, and to me, it was just like, uh, well, yeah, they were around the same weight, same height, same size, great workers. Just seemed like a good match, not a rivalry. I'm with you on that one. Okay, I see where you're coming from. I, I'm, I still think it was a good rivalry, but I, but I but I do feel where you're coming from. I mean, it's just, I will say, and, and I, uh huh, I will say, it did make Shawn Michaels more of a heel. Yeah. Um. In certain instances, it did make him more of a heel. Especially in Canada. Uh, but 
Uh, yeah, man. I that wasn't no good rivalry to me. That was weak. And see, and that's why I think that's why I think I like that rivalry so much is because of of everything. I mean, maybe it's because the personal rivalry was becoming more into the to the uh, you know to the main front, basically for the for the fans, and also, I mean, in in both ways. It 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 boosted everybody who was involved. I mean, we spoke about it before with uh, you know, with Shawn Michaels, Vince McMahon, you know, the Vince McMahon character, Bret Hart going to WCW. You know what I mean? It, it, I feel like it's bolstered everybody's uh, I mean, character. I think that's why to me, it was a good robbery. I mean, from the actual wrestling standpoint. Okay, I, I feel where you're coming from with that. I do. I I can see that one. Now, now, now that you break it down, I, I'm picking up what you're laying down. Yeah, man. That's, that's just my, you know, mm-hmm. my thought. You know, I understand where you're coming from as well. But, uh, yeah, man. Not one of my favorites. What's, what's, your, what's your number two, man? My number two... Is, this one's gonna be so random because to me, I just I was thinking about you know everything that didn't make sense and what did certain wrestlers gain from rivalries and stuff like that. And this one right here, man, I was just like, man, they could have they could left this one on the cutting room floor. But do you remember that rivalry with Triple H and Scott Steiner? Yeah, I don't know, bottom. Uh, Battle of the Bodies. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep, yep, that one. Hated it. Beginning to end, hated it. I mean, I was never big. I mean, take me take that back. I like Scott Steiner. Man, was huge. He was Jack. I was young, so he yep. he was a superhero. Big Papa uh, Pump. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I think, to me, and I agree, it's like Triple H... He could he could work with anybody, mm-hmm. but I think like those bigger dudes, it, mm-hmm. it's only a couple of bigger dudes that I think Triple H could work with and just make that match look amazing. I, Undertaker being one of them, right? <laughs> three three times the WrestleMania, as, as yeah. you as you mentioned last week, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Batista, yeah, those are good mm-hmm. ones. But yeah, I, you know, I like Triple H wrestling like either mid to smaller guys, like you know him versus Roman Reigns or him versus Shawn Michaels, or I, I like those matches. Even Mankind, I like those matches opposed to him just fighting another jacked up big dude. It's like, ah, yeah. Yeah, I agree, man. I ain't like that joint, man. But I mean, the whole Scott Steiner experience in the WWF, yeah, short lived. Yeah, very. It, uh, you know what? Until I was really thinking about it, I, honestly, I forgot that he was even in WWE. I mean, I know everything happened in Invasion, WCW coming over, being brought out, yada yada yada. But it just to me wasn't memorable. You know what I mean? 
all my uh yeah i agree man memories of scott scott steiner love scott steiner big papa punk loved him that was my uh him the steiner bros ray steiner everybody and all my memories though were of him in wcw yeah i mean he was in the ww him i mean the the Steiner brothers were in the WWF for a little bit back in the, like the early '90s and stuff, but right, yeah, man, course. like he he made that character huge in WCW, and I think WWF was trying to capitalize on that, mm-hmm. oh, but you know, it just didn't work out. And like, yeah, I'm, why don't you think that worked out in your opinion? I don't know, man. I think. I think things were different just from a managerial standpoint between WWE, F, and WCW where, or, I mean, I don't know, man. It was like these guys were top stars in WCW, but then when you came to WWF, they had their own top stars. So, I mean, everybody can't be a top star. And yeah, yeah true. Uh, I mean, let's just say how are we gonna say it. Vince McMahon is gonna push his guys before he pushed the guys coming in from WCW. Let's right. That's that's my opinion. Yeah. He was gonna push them, like, and think about it, like, rightfully so. Like, Big Papa Pump went bigger than Stone Cold. Big Papa Pump went bigger than The Rock. Big Pop Punk went bigger than you know, Brock Lesnar. Yeah, like Undertaker, Triple H. Nah. Maybe yeah. Triple H. But uh <laughs> I love Triple H. That's my guy. <laughs> but uh Of course, man. It's always time to play the game. <laughs> yeah, I mean he went bigger than any of them. Any of the top guys. He went bigger than Kurt Angle. Yeah. So, hey, look. Rightfully so. He I, Look, he was just a top guy at WCW. And when he got to WWF, he won a top guy. Yeah. I guess he wasn't going to, you know, be a... Uh, mid card guy. He didn't want to be a mid card guy. He didn't want to be a yeah. lower card guy. So yeah. it didn't work out. Yeah. Who really knows? But that's just my opinion. Yeah. I can. I can. I can see all that. Yeah, man. I, I got another shocker. Okay. Stone Cold versus The Rock. You know what's funny? I had a feeling that you were going to say this at some point. <laughs> I did. I'm not even going to lie. I had a feeling that at some point you was going to say this because I also I questioned it as well. <laughs> I I really like the Robert. Like they, the Rock didn't need Stone Cold. Stone Cold didn't need the Rock. Yeah. I mean, I, I at points, yeah, Rock was a heel, Stone Cold was the baby face. At WrestleMania 17, I mean, they were both pretty much baby faces. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, they, they, yeah, they were both over. WrestleMania 19. Rock was already in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Stone Cold was still Stone Cold. I don't know, man. It was just two big stars. It was it was more of that like Bret Hart, Shawn Michaels thing to me. It was like they were big stars. It was money. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't no, I didn't I didn't see it as no real big rivalry, man. Like I I didn't see it as a rivalry. Right. I don't know, man. I mean, it was it was I mean it was almost like two big stars. Um you couldn't really go wrong with either one. You know what I mean? Um both of them for majority of their careers were both faces. So I mean, it, it's almost like like I hate those instances where you know how it's like, oh, one has to be a heel, one has to be a baby face, but then they're both baby faces. You know what I mean? It's almost like even the fans don't really know who to cheer for. Yeah, it was. That's I didn't almost, like it, man. Something like at WrestleMania 17 when they when they, you know, you're so used to one come out, cheers, pop. That's when I'm like, boom. I mean, booze got heat and stuff like that. And then when both were coming out and then just both all these cheers, it's kind of like, okay. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. I didn't like it, man. I didn't. It's not that I didn't like it. Obviously, well, let me take that back. I thoroughly enjoyed it as a kid. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Looking back at it now, it's like, well, I didn't really hate either one of them. Right. And, and not to say that you hating one over the other makes it a rivalry. It's just, from my standpoint, it was what made it a rivalry? Well, I guess it was a rivalry because they were both fighting for the top spot, obviously. I mean, that's just... It's, that's natural. It's the same as somebody fighting for the WWE championship, right? But I don't know. It was, I, don't, yeah. I don't know, man. Like, so for my point being this, right? Mm-hmm. Nineteen ninety nine. Hmm. Technically, Stone Cold didn't win the the Royal Rumble. Vince McMahon did, but they were still pushing for this Rock. Austin WrestleMania 15 match Mm -hmm. during that period before WrestleMania we had Mankind McFoley as the champion twice Mm -hmm. right all that to build up to Rock Austin Mm -hmm. which it was an okay match at WrestleMania 15 it wasn't nothing special in my opinion but all of that to build up to, you know what? What you got? I mean, we all know the real rivalry was Stone Cold Vince McMahon. Mm-hmm. I think The Rock played the, the part of Shawn Michaels. Mm. He was just there. 
Right, right, right. He just happened to just he just happened to be there. Like he just happened to be the one. I can see that. Yeah, man. I, so but that I mean that's veered as one of the greatest rivalries, and I'm just sitting back like uh I mean he, you got two of the biggest stars, especially of that era. You know what I mean? So I can see why it's like put down as one of the greatest rivalries. I mean, it's two, two, shit, it's two, still two of the biggest stars in wrestling today. <laughs> um, I mean, yeah, I mean, we all know Stone Cold is arguably the. Uh, how can I put it? The most popular wrestler almost in wrestling history or WWE history, however you want to put it. And I mean, The Rock is the basically the biggest action star today. So, I mean, like, you know, it was two of the biggest names at that time. And it was it's almost like, eh, boom, why not? You know what I mean? Let's put let's put these two let, let's put these two together, two of the biggest names in. Uh, and wrestling. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. I can get with that. You're right. So, yeah, I mean, I, but I do feel where you're coming from, though. Like you said, Real Rivalry, Stone Cone Events, and then in WrestleMania 17, you have... Austin basically turned heel and aligned himself with Vince McMahon, which they also didn't make any sense because they've been at odds with each other for so many years that the fans weren't buying it, weren't believing it. And like you said last week, we we can't boo him. It's Stone Cold. He's it's Stone Cold. We're not gonna be Stone Cold. <laughs> yeah, even as much as he tried to do that heel turn, it it, it wasn't gonna work. Yeah. Even when he tried to be a heel, he was he was entertaining. That's when he did the whole what thing. That's when he was. Yep. Man, still- it, was, it was classic. <laughs> right. And people still wet to this day in 2021. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It, I believe that was during the time of uh, Kurt Angle and Stone Cold and they were doing all that crazy stuff. Right. Backstage. Yep. Yeah. It was that was entertaining. How was you gonna be mad at Stone Cold? <laughs> How could you boom? Right. Yeah. Yeah. It, I mean, it just it, it it wasn't happening. But I think that's why maybe at WrestleMania 17 is why they had him aligned with Vince to try to make it easier to boom, but it still wasn't gonna happen regardless. <laughs> no, not at all. They didn't even boom at the pay-per-view. I mean, there's probably a few boos, but they ain't really boom like that. Exactly. You mean WrestleMania 17? Yeah. Well, he like, was in Texas. They weren't going to boom. Yeah, but I mean, like, you know, how everything went down, you know, there's supposed to be an immediate reaction. I mean, like, shit, they was also in, uh, in Texas. So, you're right. They wasn't going to boom. So, regardless of how hard they tried to make it work, it wasn't going to happen. Probably should try to do that in... Uh... California or some, not Texas. Yeah, New York. It it, it literally anywhere, <laughs> but anywhere Texas. besides Texas. <laughs> I don't know what they was thinking. 
Yeah. All right, what you got for your last one? Uh, so this one, you know, I was doing some thinking. Um, at one point, I had Rusev and Bobby Lashley in there because I just hated that whole. I just hated that whole thing. Why? But um, why? Man, it was you just don't, you. You don't like Bobby? Like you don't like the Almighty? Yo, I love Bobby Lashley. I love Bobby Lashley from his first run in WWE. I still love Bobby Bobby Lashley now. I was so I was actually pumped whenever he uh he got the strap when he when he got the heavyweight championship. I love Bobby Lashley. I love what he's doing then, now, hurt business, all that. Yeah, I'm a I'm a I'm a Bobby Lashley fan. But yeah, he's the closest thing to uh Debo. Yeah, facts. In real life. That's yeah, facts. He's close, he's close. <laughs> He close Danny Debo. Yeah, I mean, Bobby Lashley come through and say, hey, let me get your lunch money. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I, I'm going to give him all the change. Yeah. Like you know he, what I mean? He, he, I do. He's like one of those wrestlers who, you know, they do everything, work, you know, not hurt each other. He's the one, to me, who actually make it look like, yo, he could, he, he's really going to hurt you with whatever move he's doing. <laughs> You know what I mean? I still find it funny as finishes the damn uh, full Nelson, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's funny to me, but hey, look, it's it could be done on everybody. Yeah. It it is less wear and tear on him. Yeah. He's smart. Yeah, I'm glad he got the title, man. I was like, all right, I could get behind that. Same here, and that's why when he was doing the whole basically soap opera story with Rusev and Lana, I'm like, all right, bro, come on, man. Like, he's better than this. You know what I mean? He's better than that. I think the man is married, and I think it's well known that he's married. <laughs> like, and and then you have Liv Morgan come back. It is that I'm really in love with with Lana. It's just like, it's just like, uh, come on now, like we doing all this for what? Just like it don't make any sense. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I understand that, but that that wasn't your third one. So nah, it was, was my third one. Um, what was my third one? I was just talking. I actually, kind of forgot. <laughs> um, I know it was when I had down at one point. It wasn't even WWE. It was David Arquette versus the whole WCW. I hated that. Yeah, I didn't. I mean, yeah. I mean, you know, like David Arquette he actually went to like wrestling school. Now he's uh, yeah, he's like a. I think he 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 does. Or actually, did professional wrestling for a period of time. Mm-hmm. I think I think he might might still do it on an independent level. He does, but uh, yeah. At that time, only time, only thing I knew David Arquette from was the Scream series. So when he actually won the title, even at a young age, I wasn't excited about it. Right. Same here, and that's why. I- I was is is my honorable mention, but I will give you my third to me worst viewed, 
And that is, I hated Sting versus Seth Rollins. I'm with you. I hated it. I, I originally I was gonna say Sting and Triple and Triple H, but I hated Sting versus Seth Rollins, man. It yeah, just, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't like it. And, I mean that even with the, the Triple H one, it's like we all know everybody wants to see Sting and Taker. Like that's that's what we that's what everybody wants to see, and. Yeah, we were given Sting versus Seth Rollins, Sting versus Triple H, and you know, due to unfortunate injuries, we never got what we wanted. I don't think we was gonna get what we wanted anyway. Think so? That's my that's my personal opinion. I don't think it. I don't think that match would ever happen. Really? Why is that? I mean, if it was gonna happen, it would have happened, right? Like if if it was gonna happen, it would have happened at WrestleMania thirty one. True. Like, why do you need to fight Triple H? He didn't have to fight Triple H. I mean, he could have fought the Undertaker. They knew they was. They knew they were bringing him in. Right. Vince McMahon knew he was bringing in Sting. Yeah. The Undertaker had just came off of uh the loss to Brock Lesnar. And, I mean, they, they put the Undertaker in there with Goldberg. Why they put him in there against Sting? Yeah, that's a good question. So I, that's why I don't think it was ever going to happen anyway. If it was right. going to happen, it, that should have been the first match. Yeah, I think that's what everybody was expecting, honestly. And then, I mean, look, Bray Wyatt did a great job leading up to WrestleMania 31, but I, I didn't really care. I mean, it's always good to see the Undertaker at a WrestleMania match. It kind of sucked that his match was during the daytime, but they were in California, so unless it was at the end, it was going to be a daytime. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I... I didn't really care about that match, Undertaker versus Bray Wyatt. And then I think Bray Wyatt had twisted his ankle before the match or mm-hmm. leading up to the match, so they really couldn't do as much as they wanted to and right. this and that. But, yeah, like, I don't know, man. Under Undertaker versus Sting. Did you really want to see that? Mm. I'm going to say, yeah, I was going to be invested. Um, and that and that's going to be the kid in me wanted to see it. Uh, adult me, yeah, I still wanted to see it. I mean, it was, I mean, people wanted it for so long. I mean, you have the mainstay basically of WCW, the mainstay of WWE. And so it was just, it was bringing so much together. Like, you know, both were loyal to their companies for so long. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, I mean, it, it was just, it was like one of those dream matches that people have talked about for years. You know what I mean? Like, oh, Sting and, uh, and, and Undertaker or 
you know, I remember at one point I used to read the wrestling magazines. They used to have like hypothetical matches with uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin Goldberg and stuff like that. So it was just one of those dream matches that I just I've always wanted to see. Gotcha. I ain't never wanted to see that. I don't know. I I also I think Sting's big. Uh, Sting was big in like. Was it early eighties, late eighties, early nineties? Yeah, you talking about uh, blonde hair Sting, right? Yeah, but I mean, that Sting yeah. had been around for for a while. For a while, uh, I mean, so it was the Undertaker, but I like watching old matches, just like on the WWE Network. I, I think I really like. Blonde hair sting, all the color paint sting. Mm. I like that year where he didn't say anything in WCW, and, and then they had to match at Starcade '97. But mm-hmm. when he started doing like the Wolfpack thing, and ah man, <laughs> whereas the Undertaker kind of stayed. I mean, he he evolved, but still stayed like that bad dude, like that. He was just the guy you don't mess with, right? And I don't know. I, I I didn't really look forward to that match. Um, I got you. I mean, I could. Everything you're saying is valid, so I definitely understand. I guess. Um, Coming from a you know just a, a dream match uh, perspective on things, so I mean it's just like man, it's just what the what the people have wanted for so long, and it was like okay, we finally have our opportunity. Both are on the same roster. Like, I don't know what's happening at that time. Um, I actually got finished watching the uh, Undertaker documentary, but I know you know he. There were rumors and stuff that he was going to hang it, hang up the the boots. So maybe that's why we didn't get it. I don't, I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't know, man. You didn't watch the last ride yet. Uh, I watched. I watched uh, a few episodes. I I gotta finish it. Yeah, finish it, and then. It's good. It's real good. I, I I really I really loved it. Yeah, from documentary. A, from a, from from the episodes I've seen and from the clips I've seen as well. Uh, it I mean it it, it looked it, it looked like it was good, and I enjoyed what I, I enjoyed what I was watching. I feel like they did a real good job. From once again, from what I've seen, because what is it? It's six episodes, right? Five. Five. Okay. So, I think I watched. Did I see. Have I seen two? I think I've seen two. And so, um, for like, yeah. So from what I've seen, it was good. So, I'm, I'm gonna finish because I want to watch that. I still got to watch the. Uh, I actually want to watch the what's it, the Big E one that just came out not too long ago. Yeah, that's good too, man. 
Yeah. So, I mean, once I once I watched the uh, the Undertaker one, then um, I definitely let you know. Yeah, it was it was it was pretty good. Um, well, I'm a, I'm gonna finish this off with my. I didn't like. Okay. Stone Cold versus the Undertaker. Nah, man. Seriously. <laughs> Seriously, I ain't like it. What? Nah, man. Who, who, whoever listening, I know they're saying what too. <laughs> they got like it, man. man. Why didn't you like it? Who's the hell? Was it supposed to be the Undertaker? <laughs> See, you don't even know. Uh, All those matches, what was the point? I mean, you got two. I mean, these two were literally the most, the the biggest stars at the time. And I mean, to me, they worked so well together. But also, Undertaker almost works well with anybody, so... And I just didn't, I felt like they didn't need to fight each other. Mm. I felt like Undertaker, Mm -hmm. to me, he had a couple of great rivalries. I feel like everybody else he wrestled was just wrestling matches. I feel like he had a great feud with Mankind. He had a great feud with... Shawn Michaels, plus mm-hmm. great matches. I think he had a great feud with Triple H. I think he had a great feud with Kane. Mm-hmm. Man, everything else was just matches. Mm. Okay. Oh, I'm trying to process it right now. <laughs> They tried to throw stories on there, and we we bought into the stories, but the stories didn't really make sense to me. Like like Undertaker versus Mankind. Paul Bearer turned his back on Undertaker. Mankind's with Paul Bearer. Made sense. It was good. Good matches, good story, mm-hmm. all that. Come on, Undertaker versus Kane. We don't really need to get into that. Everybody knows that story. Mm-hmm. Undertaker versus Shawn Michaels. Undertaker never beat Shawn Michaels. It, you know, like David versus Goliath almost. Great match. Mm. Triple H versus Undertaker. Uh, WrestleMania 17, that eh, didn't make no sense really. But then to come back 27 and 28 WrestleMania, where it was like, you beat, you made my best friend retire. Right. I have to, I got to beat you. Right. I got to end your streak. My best friend isn't here because you beat him. I got to avenge that. Made sense. Uh, 
Undertaker vs. Stone Cold. Like SummerSlam 1998, Highway mm. to Hell. Mm. Great promo. Mm. Great music video leading up to the match. Match was <laughs> eh. Match was eh. Uh, why? Why do I need to see that? Mm. I can't give you a reason. I mean, they've had other matches and stuff. Uh, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I can't give you. I can't. I cannot give you a reason. Yeah, man, I, I just, I don't, I don't know. Like, I like, for me, mm-hmm. I like a real rivalry is where I can't stand somebody, even if right. it's for a month or two. Mm-hmm. And then I'm really pushing for the other person to beat this guy. Right. I don't necessarily have to, like, Daniel Bryan versus the authority. Like, once Daniel Bryan won the championship, I was kind of over it. Right. I was over the yes moment. Once he actually won it, the chase was just so interesting. The chase, because they tried to shut him down. Oh, you're a B player. You're small. You're this. You're that. Where you right. Triple H and Stephanie, even Vince McMahon, getting into the mix. It's like, ah, you're this. And then you have Batista win the Royal Rumble, who's also Triple H's boy from Evolution. Mm-hmm. Randy Orton being the heavy, the undisputed champion, which was part of evolution. And then you just got Daniel Bryan that everybody wanted, mainly because they had shut him down. Great worker. Nothing against Daniel Bryan. Love Daniel Bryan's matches. Always been a fan of his, even in Ring of Honor. Like, I like Daniel Bryan's matches. Uh, mm-hmm. Let's be honest. I'm not six feet. I'm probably around Daniel Bryan's size. He's smaller than me in stature, but as far as height, we're the same size, I think. So, I mean, like, hey, I like Daniel Bryan. But after he won the championship at WrestleMania, I I wasn't invested anymore. I was like, all right, well, he got it. I wasn't. I was over it. Same with Kofi Kingston. (laughs) When he got the championship, I was kind of over it. Mm. Like, all right, that's cool. But next night, I wasn't hyped no more. Right. Wait, you're not six feet? <laughs> I don't think so. I think I'm like 5'10. Yeah, I'm 5'10. Right. Because well, I thought you were six feet. Nah, bro. I wish. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I'm like. Six foot and three fourths. So I just round up to six one. That's what I tell everybody. Oh yeah, I'm six one. <laughs> See? There you go. Six one. Like. But you got, yeah, man. It, it, that's my definition of a that's that's what makes it a good rivalry to me. Right. Like there's a clear bad guy mm-hmm. because of something. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily because they're taking cheap shots in the ring, but there's clearly a antagonist and a protagonist. Okay. 
It's usually how that's how wrestling was built, right? Like, right. That's how they make most stories. But the rivalries that I I just couldn't really figure out who it was. Right. Like for like when I let's go back to the first one when I said Bret Hart Shawn Michaels, Bret Hart won a hill at WrestleMania twelve. <laughs> nah, he wasn't. Definitely wasn't. He ain't, he ain't turn a heel, quote unquote, until the the double turn at WrestleMania thirteen. That wasn't even against Shawn Michaels. That was against Stone Cold. Right. Oh, I mean, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> we talked about it in our archives of our podcast before we got on this platform, but WrestleMania 13 was in March of 1997. Bret Hart wasn't even in the WWF in November of 1997. Yeah. <laughs> Man, those those archive episodes were pretty great. <laughs> exactly. I mean, yeah, like now nah, you're right. Oh, he became a heel, not with his work with Shawn Michaels, right? With Stone Cold. Yeah. Why are we putting this rivalry between Shawn Michaels and Bret Hart on his pedestal? Hmm. I got you. Yeah, I mean, you brought some great points. I think the real rivalry was WrestleMania Bret Hart. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I still got a lot of questions about that rivalry. Just like I got a lot of questions about the Montreal Screwdrive that we've uh, discussed before in the archived uh, podcast (laughs) episodes. Yeah, man. Oh man! I, you that's... know what's funny? What? Now go ahead. No, nah, no, nah, go ahead. Go ahead. I don't think uh, I had anything. <laughs> now I, I, the rivalry I was gonna put in that list was Stone Cold and Rikishi. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to, but I didn't. Yeah. Yeah, that was just stupid. He ran him over mm-hmm. for the rock. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I like what they tried to put. They tried to push Rikishi, man. They tried to make him yeah. a top star. They really did. It just didn't work out for whatever reason. Yeah. And I remember... Watching, you know, raw heat stuff like that back then. I remember one time, uh, Stone Cold was like, um, asking the wrestlers backstage, of course, on camera, like, "Hey, do you know anybody who did such and such?" And and a badass Billy Gunn said, "Whoever I saw him driving, he had blonde hair." I was like, well, who, who the fuck can that be? <laughs> then it came out being Rakish. I was like, I mean, yeah, he got blonde hair, but seriously, Rakish, like, this is who y'all chose for this? <laughs> yeah, I didn't. Yeah. 
Maybe, maybe he's at the right place at the right time. He's backstage at the right time. Yeah. And they was like, ah. Yeah, Rikisha did it. We're going we gonna to go over Rikisha. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I don't know, man. Yeah, Rikishi. I don't know, man. Yeah. Just wasn't. I ain't see it, man. Tell you, <laughs> I, I, when when you asked me the question, I had a week to think about it, and I just started, you know, going through uh, my memory and, you know, did some research on some stuff, and I was just like, and I, I just, re- but I also remember that one. I said, oh, that's right. wait, that just didn't make any sense. I didn't put that in my list, but I was just, uh, so I was just thinking about it, man. I was like, nah. <laughs> wasn't feeling it. Yeah, I agree, man. It, it, <sighs> a lot of questionable stuff. <laughs> hey, man, that's why we got the. That's why we got this, man. They ask the questions people want to know. <laughs> exactly, man. Uh you got any final thoughts on these uh, rivalries we threw out? Um, yeah. <laughs> I know last, I want to say the last episode, you questioned the attitude there. This just brings more questions to the attitude there. <laughs> exactly, bro. Like, what you mean? I mean, question of rivalries, storylines, was it as great? I mean, there's just so many questions that now looking at it through an adult lens that didn't make sense back then. Why was such and such feuding with such and such? I mean, nobody nobody grew from it. Nobody got bigger. You know, it's still the same. So was it really as great as uh, we thought it was? Mm. I don't know. Seems like something we should talk about next week. The Attitude Era. Let's get it. In its totality. And I don't want it to be such a broad topic, so I'm gonna let's 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 zero in on what stars were actually made out of the Attitude Era. Mmm. That's a good one. Okay. Let's, Let's get it. Let's go with that. All right. Well, that's what we're going to be talking about next week. We're going to be talking about the Attitude Era and exactly what stars were actually made from the Attitude Era. How many? I know there were some that stick out top of mind, but how many were they actually? Mm-hmm. We'll talk about it next week. Yes, sir.